This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. John, how are you doing this afternoon as we get everybody ready for a little Thursday drop of this podcast? I'm doing great. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not excited about Watson coming because I'm so not excited about the Texans because their offense is utterly pathetic. And uh, I've almost felt guilty that I'm not more fired up about it. And, uh I just uh, – back when the schedule came out and I thought the Texans are going to be decent, you know, you and I picked them to go 6-11. and 11. I thought they'd be competitive. They might have a chance to play a good game. And now I feel like they're just going to get steamrolled, number one, because the Browns' running game is so good. Number two, I don't think Watson's going to throw 40 passes, but the fact is he's got to get ready for when the games are for real the next week when they play Cincinnati because it's almost like an exhibition or joint practice. So he'll have to throw, I'm guessing, 20, 25 passes, and then Nick Chubb will run all over him. But I'm more interested in the crowd to see how the crowd treats him, how many Browns fans are here, Tony Busby, let everybody know 10 of the plaintiffs are going to be in his suite. You know, do they boo him? But uh, on the field, I don't think the game will even be competitive. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I'm, and the more you talk about it, John, the more angry I get with the Texans that they, as, as pathetic as they've been the last few weeks, it's kind of robbed us of whatever joy we were going to have going into this game or whatever anticipation, maybe not joy, maybe joy is the wrong well, word. Excitement, you know, yeah, this excitement. is going to be the only exciting game left. Yeah. And now there's no excitement for it unless you're a Browns fan. The big losers in all this, and I say this as somebody who is married to a season ticket holder, the big losers in all this are the season ticket holders who thought they might at least have one game that they could recoup some of the cost of their season tickets. <laughs> I looked on SeatGeek today during the show. Actually, I need to write that down. I got to do a segment on that tomorrow. Ticket prices. Um, but uh, yeah, you can get you can get into that stadium for 20, 30 bucks uh, if you want to. You can sit down. You, you can sit on the 50 yard line down in the lower bowl for 140 bucks which is crazy for an NFL football game. That's, I thought it would be people scalping tickets for this game back when the schedule came out Nope, because everybody was going to want to see Watson. Nope. Nope. That's uh, evidently not the case. If it is, if it, if it ends up being the case, then this will be the biggest spike in ticket prices at the end of a week that we've seen <laughs> in the history of SeatGeek. Um, but John, before we get into our pregame six pack and we'll do a little for real or Fugazi to get ready for, week 13 of the season. And I want to mix in a little bit of Astros talk as well. Um, Deshaun Watson, uh, as we record this on Wednesday, Deshaun Watson was supposed to meet with the media earlier today. Well, or at least the Browns typically under Kevin Stefanski have had Wednesday as the day that their quarterback, whoever it may be, Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett, whoever has met with the media. 
the Cleveland media got to the building today and the list of people that were the list of players that were going to meet with the media did not include Deshaun Watson. It had Nick Chubb. It had Denzel Ward. It had Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. No Deshaun Watson. So, John, um, and when Deshaun was was confronted by the media near his locker to clear some things out of his locker before leaving the building, he did not talk to the media and promptly left the building, according to your friend Tony Grossi, who covers the Browns. Um you, you've been in the media for a long time, covered hundreds of players, hundreds of press conferences, all this stuff. What are the ramifications for Deshaun if he doesn't meet with the media between now and the game on Sunday? If you are a player who's requested by the media, you have to talk. And the NFL has rules that if two players on a team can be requested and they only have to talk once a week. And then after the game, technically, if you want if Watson's not one of those players, they could request him every day. Now, there's a fine. If the media turns you in, you get a fine of $15,000. But if you're making $230 million guaranteed, you know, that's chicken feed. And I would imagine he's going to talk on Thursday because right when he, he hasn't built up goodwill, Sean, but uh, this one's more about the game and not the lawsuits and the, and the counseling and a $5 million fine. It's all about, okay, he's back. You know, there's nothing we can do about it in the media. So we got to see how does he play? How does he, does he come out? Is he sharp? Is he rusty? But now it's going to all be about him stiffing him. And that's pretty stupid. He should have just gotten it out of the way. And if he didn't want to talk about the past, say, guys, I'll talk about anything about the game, but I'm not talking about the past. I've done it with you twice. I don't have anything else to say. So do I have questions about the game? And if they keep asking him, which they would, he'd say, look, I've already said I'm not talking about that. Next question. Instead, he's got everybody mad at him in northern northeast Ohio, and that's not smart. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it's just the latest. John, I think Deshaun has shown, obviously shown aside, but like just in terms of handling his business and the people around him handling his business, they've just... This is the latest misstep in just what's been a slew of hundreds of missteps over the last, really the last three years for Deshaun Watson. If we go back and look at the dates of all the lawsuits. Um, so do we think, is there any, is there any chance this came from the Browns not wanting to put him out there yet with, you know, the news of Busby bringing accusers to the game and, and just maybe going through this stuff with him one last time. He was so bad in the first two press conferences that he did with them back in March and in June that if I'm the Browns, I understand not wanting to put him in front of a microphone, but he can't run forever. No, he can't run. And I thought that was the Browns' fault because they should have announced this is ongoing 
legal situation. He cannot talk about the legalities, but he can only talk about football. I was stunned. The Cleveland media was stunned. They thought that's what would happen. Then after he botched so many things the first time, said he didn't have anything to be guilty about or regret, and then he did it a second time. But this time, you can put parameters on an interview. People can still ask questions, and you don't answer it. But if you if you stiff them, you know, I'm guessing he'll talk tomorrow. He'll say he had something he had to get to. Um, uh, maybe he had some kind of appointment that he had to get to and leave early. And uh, and I think he'll talk tomorrow because the longer he goes, like this is a national story. Everybody's watching Stiff's media. And uh, it's just, it's it's not necessary. Yeah, because his this media appearance was big news on the national front this morning. You know, um, Seth and I have the TV on sports center in the studio up there at six ten uh, every morning. And that was a topic. That was an ongoing topic, not just on sports center, but on get up and the other shows, Deshaun Watson expected to meet with the media today. And if all he, if it was him just kicking the can down the road for 24 hours, I mean, how, how big a coward do you have to be? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. There was talk that he might do it last week to get it out of the way, meaning his first news conference, but that was taken away from the task in hand, which was Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, which they won. And, um, you know, certain things common sense tells you to do. And one of them, when you've earned the wrath of media and fans all over the country, when you have a chance to not insult them or infuriate them, you don't do it. You take your medicine. That's part of of what you're in this situation by your own doing. And if people are going to, maybe they need another day to prep him for the Busby stuff, but it's pretty easy to give simple answers or no answers. And the thing you don't want to do is not show up.